Alright, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist, the Night Wolf. What is up, man? Thanks for joining me, brother. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. Um, look, so I was reading through your through your bio, and um, first and foremost, I, I listened to the single, and um, right away, you know, I get a lot of I get a lot of um, uh, different singles to listen to, and I can tell pretty quick, you know, whether or not somebody just kind of slapped something together, as opposed to somebody who actually put some work into it. And your song was really good. I, I thought it was. Uh, I love I love the beat. I can just tell you guys have been doing this for a minute too, man. So it was really good. Thank you, I appreciate that. All right, so you're from Toronto, Canada, man. So tell me about the the music scene up in Toronto before we get into the uh, mixtape. Yeah. Um, so basically, before I get into everything, um, I just want to say also that uh, my name is MJM. I'm part of the Nightwolf crew. Actually, we I'm actually one of the founders of it, and I'm just going to be representing everyone good. today on good the deal. show. But, uh, but yeah, the Toronto scene is crazy, man. There's uh, a lot going on, you know, and I really feel that in the next five years, um, Toronto's really, well, it's already made such a big impact on hip-hop, but, like, I feel like it's going to keep growing and growing and growing because, you know, Toronto's one of the most diverse cities. I think it is the most diverse city in the world, right, with the most nationalities and ethnicities. So it's just it's just crazy the opportunities that are out here, and... Um, and uh, it's crazy uh, how many people are connected as well, like in the music industry in Toronto. Yeah, it's good, man. And diversity is where it's at. I mean, America's the same way. Um, people from yeah. all, all, all walks of life and religions and colors, and that's why I love this country, too. Um, yes, sir. Now, you guys are from Pakistan, right? Did I read that in your in your bio? Yeah, so basically we're a very diverse crew as well, um, uh, me and my younger brother uh, were the ones who kind of started the whole movement, started the whole thing about 10 years ago. Um, we're from Pakistan. I have three cousins in the crew. Um, two of them are artists. Uh, one of them's a photographer, a videographer. Mm-hmm. They're all from Pakistan. And then I also have one of my close homies who actually produced that single you heard. Um, he's actually half English, half German. I met him in college. Nice. Um, and then uh, I have one more homie who's in the crew. He goes by me. He's from Afghanistan. Oh, nice, so man. Got, yeah, so, we, so that we're all about diversity, too. You know, it's, it's all about diversity. You know, I feel like that's the future. And and, um, and that's why I feel like we're so unique is because we bring that diversity as well, you know, like with everything we do. Yeah, I love that. I mean, and honestly, I know nobody from Afghanistan, so that, that's interesting. Um, really that's interesting. That's, that's intriguing to me. I, that's impressive. I like that a lot. Well, the thing, too, is that, like, that's just the crew. Like, that's just, like, the Night Wolf, you get what I mean? Like, like the, the seven the seven of us that are actually operating the whole thing. But that's not even including all, like, my people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my people who support and come out to shows and all that. Like, we have friends ranging from everywhere. Like, I have, like, family friends that are Cambodian. I have family friends that are Afghani. You know, like, I have friends that are white, brown, black, like, it's yeah, crazy, man. you know, so, like, uh, it's a big blessing, you know, it's a huge blessing to have that diversity. Yeah, man. You know, recently, I live I lived down here in Mississippi, and I don't know if you saw on the news, but recently there was a huge immigration raid by the federal agents in Mississippi. It went, it went pretty viral here in America. I'm not sure if Toronto or Canada covered it, but I've actually been spending a That's lot of time... Fun. I never heard of that. Yeah, they they actually they raided this little town in uh, Mississippi. And they 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 
they detained and arrested like 600, over 600 families. And so I've been doing a lot of help. Uh, I've been doing a lot of charity and help the kids because the kids, you know, they don't, the kids didn't do anything wrong, you know, but their parents got taken away. And um, so it's been a real blessing for me to actually interact and get to know the Hispanic community. A lot of them are from Guatemala. And you man, just beautiful oh, people, yeah. man. Just beautiful, beautiful people. You know, and oh, it's like, yeah. That's, that's the worst part is that like they're such good people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have so many Spanish friends too from Mexican. Uh, sorry, they're Mexican. I have Mexican friends, Salvadorian friends, all types. You know, and, and man, they're just very, very well raised people. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. very culturalized, very familyized. Hard workers. Uh, like, sorry, hard workers. Like, and it's just sad to see that those are the type of people that are catching it like that, you know? Yeah, that's what bothers me. I mean, look, I'm, and I'm all, you know, I think every country should have a border. I'm not saying it should be wide open borders, but you know what? These people, they ain't bother nobody, man. I wish they'd go after the real criminals, like rapists and murderers and drug dealers. These people are just here to work, you know? 100%, man. That's the one thing that I, you know, I appreciate that you said, you know, when you started this, is that, you said that, uh, you know, you had the blessing you have to help the youth, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the one thing about our whole movement is that it's all about the youth. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. gotta understand, even in this, the Night Wolves, I'm the oldest guy. I'm the oldest one in the crew. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else is my little brother, my three little cousins, hmm. uh, my, my young boy, my one friend who's from Afghanistan, he's two years younger than me. The only guy who's older than me is Nocturnal, which is uh, my producer, producer that beat who's half German, half English. Yeah. Uh, he's the only one who's older than me, and, and he just, he joined the crew uh, about four or five years ago. So, like, when it all started, when I started this whole movement, like, I already knew from the beginning, you know, like, it's all about the youth. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about the youth, because if you can get the youth on your side and you can give them a good um, a good direction and something intelligent to listen to and, and, and soak up, like, you're only helping the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're helping breathe, like, a better world, you know what I mean? And that's why Tupac's one of my favorite artists of the day, because, like he said, the hate you give, um, you know, young infants fucks everybody, you know? And I 100% agree with that. Like, like that's why we have murderers and all these other idiots, is because, you know, it's just children that we're not taking care of properly, you know what I mean? Absolutely, 100%. Um, Alright, so you um, you guys got this, 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 this uh, mixtape... Um, Animal Asylum, it's got 10 tracks on it. Um, give me the backstory behind the title of the, of the uh, mixtape, and like, how long did this pro this project take for you guys to get it all done? Um, this, uh, so the, the title, the reason why the title came the way it was, um, well, I guess I'll give you the background of The Wolf. The reason why I chose The Wolf is because, you know, about, um, I would say... Six, se six, seven years ago is when I created that logo. Um, and the reason why I chose a wolf to represent us is because first and foremost, wolves just move instinctively, they move as a family, you know? And they always stay connected and they always stay together and from birth, they already know like their family values. It's almost mm -hmm. like it's rooted into them. Like they already know the role with this person, role with their mama, they're taking care of, their uncles watching them, like it's crazy, you know? And also a wolf can't really be tamed. You know what I mean? Like, you can't put a wolf, you never see no wolf in a circus. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you never see no wolf in a circus. You never see no wolf caged up at a zoo. I've never 
seen a wolf clean up in the zoo or at a circus. You know, and you know why? It's because you can't tame a wolf. Like you can't. No matter how much you give it to that wolf, you torture, you beat it. It doesn't matter. You know, like that wolf yeah. is gonna keep coming for your jugular. You know, he's gonna come for your jugular. It doesn't matter. Because if you take it away from its family and its habitat, then it doesn't operate. You know, that's not how it works. You know, and that's why I chose the wolf because, and that's why that's kind of like what relates to the cover is that, like, you know, like, um, you know, we're kind of just like. These wolves like locked up in this asylum, but we're just trying to get out and just, you know what I mean? Like, just speak our mind to the world and, and, and you know, and just show people that we can't be caged, you know what I mean? By reality, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are, right? You know, and a lot of people live a false reality, right? Um, and, and especially in this day and age, 2019, going into 2020, you know, God bless, um, you know, we're bombarded on a daily basis by commercials, how to look, how to eat, how to dress, even what we like, to that extent, you know? So it's like this cover and this project really shows the world that like, yo, we don't care. We don't care what you think. We don't care about all these standards. You know what I'm saying? We're not ashamed of who we are. We're gonna rep who we are and we're gonna and we're gonna do it to the fullest of our ability and, and we don't care what anyone thinks and like I said, we're some young intelligent individuals are gonna act out accordingly, you know? That. So that's really how the cover came and how the project came together. And as far as the songs go, man, we've been recording for the last two years. You know, I've been in the studio every weekend. Well, I've been recording for longer than that, but these last two years was really crunch time. Mm. And um, I was really in the studio. I was just in the studio every weekend, like religiously, you know. And uh, right now we're sitting on a lot of music, you know. So we kind of sat down, me and the crew were like, okay, how do we really want to address this project, you know? And we kind of chose all these because. Um, first of all, it was like some of the first songs we ever made, so it really had that, you know, that come up aggression. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I had that in it, so I was like, you know what? I think we gotta give this to the people first. You yeah, know? yeah, and I quote like, like. You know, and then, you know, and, and then also like, um, it's also we also have like a, a game plan where for 2020, there's a heads up for everybody who's listening that like we're gonna be dropping a mixtape one every month at the oh, end of wow. every month, you know. So, so 2020 is about to get crazy. We have like music videos coming out every month. Also, we're doing shows. Actually, I was showing December 14th downtown Toronto um, with the gang. We're all gonna go out there and do our thing. So like, we have a lot of stuff coming for 2020 and merchandise. Also, we're dropping on everybody. So nice. it's about to get crazy. You know, so there's gonna be a lot of variety of music that we're dropping. It's very diverse too. Like you said, it's all about diversity, right? So we also have music uh, from all over. Like, and that's the thing about my friend Nocturnal and. and uh, that you heard from that single was that he comes from the EDM world. He was actually a DJ when I met him. You know, for like he did DJ for EDM events and stuff. And I told him when I met him in college, I, I could see he was sick at what he did, you know? And I just told him, I was like, listen, you gotta come to the hip hop world, bro. Bring that sound and let's, let's morph it with the hip hop world and let's make it look sound sick, though. So hip hop listeners can listen to it and be like, yo, I actually like this. You know? Mm. And that's where you get some of the sound on this tape as well. Um, the songs that he produced, that him and my brother produced, or my little brother's also a producer. Um, so, you know, whatever they produce together or whatever you hear him produce, that's why it's really comes from EDM roots and like rock roots. So it's pretty crazy, you know, like um, to have that mixture on the tape. It's really um, different for the, for the year as well, but very easily accepted. We just do it smooth. Yeah, man. Tell me a little bit about you, man. Like you said, you, f- you formed the group some years back, but what 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 about um, you? Like, when did you start? You know, think about doing this stuff, and and when did you? What was it that made you form this group? Um. Uh, well, 
say uh, I formed the group two years ago. Uh, I said I said it was crunch time. I was just in the studio. I started going to the studio every weekend two years ago. You know, like we're always on the grind. But the group really came together. Um, honestly, this this really started a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like when I was like, I started writing. When, well, personally speaking, I started writing when I was like twelve years old. You know, thirteen years old. Um, and the reason that happened is my mother gave me a book because I was a wild child. So she was like, yo, write. She gave me a book. She's like, just write. She's like, just write. And I'm like, I'm there like 12, 13 years old. Like, what do you want me to write about? I got nothing to write about. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And she's like, nah, write, write, write. You know, God bless my mother. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I just started writing this book, you know? And my mother, she, she, uh, she used to sing a lot and like she writes poetry, you know, and stuff like that. And, um, so I started dabbling in a little poetry, you know, and I just honestly fell in love with it. I kind of got addicted to it, you know, like how powerful music and poetry is, you know, and, um, I kind of stuck with it. And then I got into spoken words, so I've actually, I've actually performed a spoken word event too. Um, I've done spoken word, hip hop, and my dad actually, because he came to Canada <laughs> when he was about 13 years old. And my mom, she went to England when she was about two years old. So the music in my house was very different too. Mm-hmm. You know, as you can imagine, you know, it wasn't like, um, you know, any Bollywood, Indian music. Like, that was there too, you know, of course. But like, back home, Pakistani music, Bollywood music, all that. But it was more like, my dad really listened to rock and roll. You know what I mean? And my mom, like, I remember my mom had one of the, uh, the Confessions Usher CD. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah, like my mom used to, like, she liked pop. That's know? awesome. She didn't like, yeah, like rap. Yeah. She didn't like rap, but she liked pop. Yeah, that's cool. You know, like, so my dad, my dad was strictly like rock and roll, like he was with the ACD, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um, uh, U2, that's his favorite band, U2. Yeah, they're so great bands. So I really grew up with them. So I grew up on a lot of different and then personally that's when I started getting the hip hop speed, you know, and that's when I you know started doing research about Tupac. <laughs> uh Lil Wayne, one of my top five. Yeah, you know, New Orleans like, New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big bro. Tupac fan too. I mean I he, he in fact Tupac's probably without a doubt my favorite all time hip hop artist. Um hundred percent. Like there's no there's nobody uh, you can put to him. Nah, he just he just he separated himself above, above him and beyond anybody else. Not only was he a brilliant, you know, rapper, but he was also yeah, just because he was, he wasn't a follower, he was a trendsetter, and people followed you know people followed him. And I also liked how he he transitioned from music into movies, and he was not only just an actor, he was actually a really good actor too. You know, he he's very very talented. He died. He fucking died when he was twenty five. I know. Look how much shit he did. I know. Like, that's insane. I'm 26 right now. Like that's insane, you know. You really, when you put when you that's a, that's a great point when you when you when you put it that way. He was only he was just a baby. Bro, he was like a baby in life still. Bro, who, who can you tell me about that age accomplished what he did? I mean, impact that he. Maybe Michael Jackson. I mean, but you're talking about another elite yeah, legend. I mean, Michael, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm talking about like the hip hop world. You know, like yeah. uh, that, like. Michael Jackson's crazy because that guy's yeah. he, he fucked the whole game up. But like that's honestly I'm happy we speaking on these guys because that's like who my inspirations are and that's what we try to do. You know, so ever since I was little I just always had this mentality of like, you know, I wanna just change the world, you know, one day. Like that's really the real goal, you know, to you know, help the world and change it in a positive way of course, you know. 
foremost, you know, and, and I'm actually Muslim. And, you know, that's what, you know, we, we're taught as well, is that, like, how can you go help your neighbor if your own house is dirty? Yeah, true. You know I mean? So for me, it was always about, like, you know, I got to take care of my own family first. And, you know, we got to figure our own shit out, you know, and get, get together. And, and and that's what we did, you know, like, me and my little bro for a real effort and reach out to every, all the cousins, you know, and um, we all came together. God bless, I have a lot of family, you know. They're all here. My dad has like nine siblings, my mom has like five siblings. So like, I have like 30 plus cousins, you know, in Canada, in the GTA, which is the greater Toronto area. <clears throat> um, we all kind of came together, put our heads together, put our differences aside, you know. Um, you know, and started working together, you know, and, and it's crazy how life works. Um, when I was younger, I used to pray, like for, you know, as an artist, um, you, 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 of course, every artist wants a producer or wants, or wants producers to give them beats, you know? But growing up, I knew, like, you know, it's expensive. You didn't get a buy beats, you got copyright, this and that. So the biggest blessing for me is my own little brother became a producer. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, know? yeah, like, man. I was going to ask you about beats because a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, hip hop artists, you know, they got to pay, they got to pay prime money for good beats. And so you got somebody right there oh, that makes their own. Let me tell you something. The number one thing that we said to ourselves before we even dropped this tape, the reason why this tape dropped um, and kind of started everything is because we're in a position now where 100% everything we do is in-house. Yeah. You know, so we have our own studios. We make our own beats. Yeah, that's huge. Everything. It also, that's why we dropped this tape. And also, the most important thing is, is that it's all about your crew. You know what I'm saying? Because you are who you chill with, you are who you're with. Like, you know, I don't got to say, you know, our dads, our mothers, our aunts, if someone said that to us in the past, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That, like, you are, with, you are who you're with, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. So, <laughs> even blood or not, you know what I mean? Like, if you're my family or not, I'm going to ride on you with you forever. But when it comes to business, that's different, you know what I mean? So, we really sat down and, and I'm really, you know, very confident with the crew that I'm with now, with my three cousins, my brother. My homie made the nocturnal. Um, you know, I'm very confident with these guys. We trust each other 100. percent You know, and and because of that, that's really the real reason why everything started pushing. Now everything's in motion, and it's crazy. Oh, 2020 is wild, and I'm so excited to be honest. I'm so excited. Yeah, you guys are self-sufficient, man. Like you said before, that's huge. That's huge, everything man. Everything in house. So we we made the investment. So that's what people don't understand. They look at it and they go, "Oh, wow, wow, wow!" But it's like. You don't know about the last four yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. You know, we invested like all that money in to get the equipment, and invested the time in to you know do our part and level up individually. Because if you're gonna do it on your own, you gotta be leveling up as a crew, not just one guy. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like running the show. It doesn't work like that for us. You know, like yeah. you know, I I found it and kind of started it, but that doesn't mean that like. You know what I mean? I'm the only one running now. We all run this together, you know? Yep. Very equal mind between us. So it's, um, it's been a wild journey and, and, and it's crazy because everybody's been improving so fast. And, um, and yeah, man, we have so much in store. Like, man, the, the, like I said, diversity is everything. So personally, my biggest goal growing up was I just wanted to be that guy that could spit on any beat. Like, you could play any beat for me. And I could be, I could spit on it, I could freestyle on it, I could write the craziest song to it. I could think of beats people don't like and make it make people like it. And that's oh, wow. how I was, you know. So, so the biggest blessing I have is that we have the diversity now. Because my homie Nocturnal makes crazy 
EDM kind of beats to me. I just spit on that. My brother makes hip hop. So we really have like hip hop music, R&B, uh, straight, I have straight things songs where I actually don't even rap, you know, like we have house music. Um, we have uh, house music. I also have some spoken word pieces that I'm standing on right now, but I'm gonna drop in the future. You know, like, so we actually have, like, we very diverse, you know, because that's how we want to be to the people. We really want to appeal to the youth and show them that, you know, like, anything possible, you know what I mean? Like, if you put your mind to it, and, you know, we're pushing a good image, and the ultimate goal behind all of this is to one day be able to help the people who are in need all over the globe, you know, like you said, like, the poor immigrants that get kicked out of the country, or, um, you know, if, if countries in the world need, like, wells, schools, hospitals, like, want to be that group, you know, those people to implement help out there in those places and actually make change, you know. Um, so yeah, man, that's what it's really been all about. That's how we really came about. Well, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you, man. I, I, what I like about you is you, you're a you're a visionary, man. You think big. And, I, and people who think big, you know, if they got the energy behind it, they, they can they can accomplish big things. Um, so I, I encourage you to keep, to keep doing your thing, man. And you. your music's great. Um, I really enjoyed talking to you too, man. So, before I let you go, though, I want, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the listeners out there where they can get your music and where they can follow you guys. 100%. Um, so, I'm on Instagram myself, um, sjm.thenightwolf. Uh, honestly, the best, best thing I can give you people is uh, the website. So, it's wearethenightwolf.com. Wearethenightwolf.com. Um, and if you go on there and you actually send us your email, we can add you to our email list. Mm-hmm. And we drop, it, we drop new stuff every week. So you'll be getting emails from us once a week. So we have like, you know, a thousand people in that email list already. So we'll nice. add you to that. And like I said, we, and we do all the work for you guys, you know. You, you don't got to do nothing. We just, <laughs> you just open your email. The email is there. You click. Everything's there. You know what I mean? So basically, it's just add the email that way. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at jm. The Night Wolf and you know all my cousins, all the crew. I post pictures of everybody, and that will send you to the We Are the Night Wolf account on uh, Instagram. You can follow that as well. And yeah, stay tuned, man. We got a lot coming. That sounds great, man. I want you guys to come back too. Come back when you got some new stuff to talk about. All right. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I will. Okay, man. Take care of yourself. Nice talking to you. Who's well. Take care.